What's up? It's your boy Sats B, my co-host Ravi, and today we got a special, special co-host, Myra, joining us on the Disruptors Den. Let's get into the action, man. Let's go. Uh, Myra, you're uh, you're a moderator. You gotta let, give me and Satista the power back. Um, should I make a mod? There we go. One two one two. It's Friday night. <laughs> Happy Friday. Happy Friday, guys. Happy Friday, guys. Hi, happy Friday. Yep. Sunny, sunny San Francisco. Ruben, why do you always got to make us jealous, man? <laughs> because you, all of you guys... You know we're freezing in Canada. ...about, you know, San Francisco and all this and all that. So I always had to say something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm just pinging some people into the room. But uh, really good. I'm excited Same for. Here. Uh, I'm pinging more perfect. people too. Appreciate that, Steven. Always supporting. Um, it's an amazing yeah. topic, by the way. Yeah, this is a uh, guys. This is Myra's um, topic. She sponsored this today. She stepped up to the plate to take over. Um, I'm just here to get things uh, the ball rolling. But really, it's Myra and Satish today. Um, Satish, what's up, dude? We're gonna miss you. You got a party tonight? Yo, it's not even a party. It's my sister. She has like three friends over. My wife cooked. I'm gonna take advantage to eat the food because they don't deserve that deserve her cooking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but no, I just gotta, you know, the first time we have people over um this year. Like we're in York region, so we're allowed ten people. We brought in five. Um sister's birthday, you know. Letting things happen. Listen, man, uh, everybody with all the isolation, you can bring one more friend into your circle. It's a party, okay? You're having a party. It's, a party. it's good. That's the new definition uh, of, of getting together now. One person outside your house, it's a party. Absolutely. Otherwise, <laughs> allowing 50 people in, in big restaurants. Really? Wow, okay. Yep. You know, Devin, I'll make that like four-hour drive just to be around other people and eat food, man. I am doing that over the weekend. <laughs> Actually, I'm going Sunday to Oravan, staying for a few days there. 50, 50 is like a, a conference. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you, need a, you need a badge to get like that Oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, so, Ravi, I know you got to bounce. Uh, everybody that's coming in. Do me a favor and invite one more friend so we can have an awesome Friday night. Uh, today we've got a, a new co-host, Myra. What's up? Hey, guys. Happy Friday. I'm super excited about this topic and super excited to hear all the personal stories that everyone might share today. I'm yeah, really man. I love it. I love it. Uh, so everybody who's, who's listening in, listen, this is a safe space to jump in. You're here because you know somebody here or you like the topic, which means you got to get involved and, uh, you know, our entrepreneurs made or born. Ooh, I want to know the answer for myself. So uh, along with all the other folks in here. And our format is very simple. We, we open up the topic. We throw some thoughts out. Uh, the folks that are on the stage, we, we share the mic and, and get everybody's perspective. And do me a favor. Even if you've done the intro a couple of times, 
Uh, please do introduce yourself again. Do a little bit of who you are and what you do. And then let's get into the topic. Um, and then feel free to agree, disagree, whatever your heart desires. But uh, let's kick it off. So, Myra, why don't you set the stage and talk about the topic? Okay. Hey, everyone. My name is Myra. For all of you that are new, it's nice to see some um, recurring faces here and some new faces as well. So today's topic is, are entrepreneurs made or born? A great question. Um, what we're looking for here is the childhood experiences that have shaped you, um, have kind of changed your mindset or affect the way you run things or how you run your business. So I'm looking to hear from all you entrepreneurs out there, and not just entrepreneurs, but anyone in general, just how have your childhood experiences kind of shaped you with whatever business you do? So I'm going to start it off with Travis. I know that he has a lot of childhood experiences that shaped how he makes his decisions. Wait, wait, before so we pass it to Travis, yeah. I like the setup of the topic, but what's your opinion? What, which side of the My fence are you on? You got you to kick us off with your side. Okay, Satish. Um, I think entrepreneurs are not born. I think they're made. Um, I think that people go through a lot of things throughout their lives to become an entrepreneur, and I don't think it's something that you're born with. Okay, guys, you know, the line's drawn, line's drawn, and, and you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be on the opposite side because I think you're, you're born with it and your lifestyles and your life choices and the things that you stack up against uh, pushes the right buttons to get you into that mode, but I feel like it's something you're born with, so we've got an amazing start already, and I think you're talking about Travis, so let's keep going. <laughs> the line has been the line has certainly been drawn i i um i you know i i for me it's it's also made it's um i think entrepreneurs um you know are like birds and you know when you think of birds you have ostriches you have penguins and you have hawks and if you've ever seen that documentary from planet earth uh there's this beautiful a series uh, as part of that documentary called Birds of Paradise in Galapagos Island. And they show you such a wild range of birds. And they're so diverse. And entrepreneurs, I find because of that, when you look across like the range of entrepreneurs, like when you look at uh, Andy Grove, like the Intel uh, CEO, who's extremely introverted, seems extremely like an engineer, um, you know, focused on his specific area. It's like as, and then you look at someone like Steve Jobs, which is still in the computing industry, but is on the consumer side. Their personalities are like on opposite ends, and it's because, uh, you know, in my opinion, like it's because of, uh, uh, you know, the range of things an entrepreneur can do is so wide across industries and consumers, uh, versus B two B, and 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 just it's just too wide and broad. Uh, that uh, I feel that um, you know anyone born with any traits could find themselves to becoming an entrepreneur of some industry of some sort if the, but it's a series of uh, lived experiences that you go through that just make you realize that when you like all the things that people made like somebody else made it and that as soon as you get those little opportunities to like to push into the world and see its impact uh, a series of collected experiences like that just start to make you realize hey I could be an entrepreneur and I think that's kind of been my experience Interesting, man. Interesting. Before you pass the mic, um, I think of entrepreneurs as, as like athletes. So if I put on my athlete comparison, 
they're natural born athletic human beings. The LeBrons of the world continued him yesterday. They become better with time as their their characters and their abilities flourish with the right training, with the right ecosystem. But they're born with a certain decision making, risk taking, filter of the world that allows them to function differently than other people. And and that's where I think there's a level of like DNA breeding ground and then the choices you make defines sort of you know what that path looks like. Uh, I'm just poking I'm just poking as we all talk. Um, but pass the mic man or continue. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I like the analogy. I was just thinking of cool runnings. <laughs> if you remember. Exactly, exactly. They were they were 100 meter dashed runners but they couldn't make it to the Olympics. Um, because I think someone tripped them, <laughs> but and they became bobsled runners. But like the idea is like agreed. I just think there's just a wide range of sports uh, in in the in the world of entrepreneurship. Um, I do think though, Satish, like even like you know having got to know you along this journey, I do think that there's like a lot of relatable experiences you and I share, and I think that you know um, although we might be different, we approach the market differently, and we're both in edtech actually. We we. I think um, I think kind of speaks to sort of the diversity uh, among us, uh, but I do think that entrepreneurs throughout their life, like we we become outsiders in some way and insiders, and so uh, which allows us to like look at the system, take a step back, get kicked out of the system, and then be brought back into the system. And that sort of relationship with the being an outsider and an insider um, happens just through journeys and experiences. But I'm going to pass the mic to Priyan. Ah, thank you so much. That was really amazing, Travis. And uh, thank you so much for the topic, Mayura, because um, this this is a very key topic. Um, a lot of people wonder, you know, can, can I be an entrepreneur, um, whether it's actually possible. Uh, and rather than saying entrepreneurs are made, I'm going to go with entrepreneurs are born, right? And this this is to take a, to take this, forward and at the same time i'm going to tell you why that's the case right um i'm going to take an example of martin luther king and malcolm x right they're not entrepreneurs they're revolutionaries right entrepreneurs share something very similar with revolutionaries right um in order to be an entrepreneur you need to start shaping up yourself you need to know what you're doing you need to know your business you need to know you know the ins and out of it you need to know your investors you need to know who's like you know you need to know who who you're sharing this with and same thing applies to a cause a revolution right you need to know your people you need to know your cause you need to know who you're getting into uh the human capital part of it there are stakeholders and revolutionaries believe it or not and if a socialist revolutionary heard me say this they'll throw me under the bus right but but uh, going forward with this topic, right? Why I say entrepreneurs are born is because when 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 you're born, where you're born also determines um, how far you could go as an entrepreneur, right? Um, that day when we were talking about, you know, um, when Bill Gates said, uh, who's the smartest man in the world, right? Or the smartest person in the world. They could be in Africa. And regardless of, you know, like where they are, like if if if, if they're in a country where there aren't any opportunities, um, it's going to be very hard for them, right? But born leaders, like for example, if you're born anywhere else, they try to take that opportunity from there, right? And it's kind of hard because 
um, you, you need to, in order for you to be a successful entrepreneur, you need to knock the right door, right? And it's not like people tell you where the right door is. You have to knock every single door until, until you find the right door. For some people, it might be one knock. For some people, it might be 10 knocks. Some people, it might be thousands. Some people never find it, right? So place matters and where you're born matters. And why I say entrepreneurs are born is because, for example, you take Bill Gates, right? He built Microsoft. He saw, he saw opportunities where a lot of people didn't see opportunities, right? Same thing with Steve Jobs. When he went to Xerox, right, he saw the UI. And a lot of people, even the people at Xerox, didn't see what they're capable of doing, right? Steve Jobs saw it. He took it. He exploded it, right? And long time after that, right, when the iPhone came out, right? There were a lot of people who were experimenting with phones, right? They're, like, people were bringing in touchscreen phones for decades, right? 91, even Apple released Newton, right? It wasn't a hit. But you know what, App, you know what Steve Jobs did, right? This is where you're a born entrepreneur, right? He went back. He chose the right people for design. He chose the right people for programming, right? He executed everything perfectly together, right? And 2007 came in and iPhone revolutionized the smartphone space, right? Like every phone you use today, it's all screen. There's no keyboard attached to it, right? And they revolutionized that space. And of course, it's it's... Like, you know, if, if I'm supposed to say, you know, entrepreneurs are made, I could definitely quantitatively tell, you know, why this is a made quality. But I think Steve Jobs was able to see it because he was a born entrepreneur. Bill Gates was able to see it because he was a born entrepreneur, right? And Elon Musk, perfect, perfect, perfect example, right? Electric cars is not new. It existed in the 90s. Um, when I was in high school, I, I saw a documentary about how um, electric cars were made and it got killed, right? But how was, how was that Elon Musk was able to make it possible, right? How did he see the opportunity where everyone else failed, right? And the same thing with the space, right? Before, before Elon Musk stepped in, the space race was exclusively a government project, right? He stepped in, he saw where to go, right? He knew exactly how to make the space race cheap, right? And he did exactly the same thing. And today... $2 million and you could launch a rocket. It's not a billion dollars anymore. It's not over a billion dollars. It's $2 million, right? And Jeff Bezos followed suit, right? And like I said, Jeff Bezos is a great man in his own right. Like, he's amazing in his own right. But sorry, credit is due to Elon Musk. Hey. He basically pioneered the space race now, right? So I, I know I took the unpopular stand, but... No, but no, it's I, not I unpopular, like it. man. No, no, it's 2-2. Two, two. It's, it's not it's, unpopular. It's, it's, it's like right in the middle. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm going to do the high school thing and keep score like a leaderboard. <laughs> so <laughs> we're 2-2 two, two right now, okay? We got Mayura and Travis on a team. We got Sats B and Priyanth on a team. It's going to be an exciting race till 10 o'clock. So I'm excited to see everybody else's impact. So let's pass the mic, man. This is amazing. Priyanth, you had to pass the mic. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, I will pass it to... Okay, um, I, I'll take uh, entrepreneurs are born. Um, I, I'll just like, you know, take my own example, like, you know, my, me being how I get into the entrepreneurs uh, uh, ship and, and, and how I was like, you know, even when I was six, seven years old, I was doing, uh, you know, trade and doing things. So 
as 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 Priyan said, entrepreneurs are born and and they unlock that potential when the right come and we are in the right time and place. Um, and 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 it, it, it it's it's like you know my story is like you know I was stranded in India when I was thirteen, and and the person then who's supposed to take me to Europe left me, and I was forced to find my own way to uh, to to migrate to uh, the Netherlands. But that that's 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 a story. But then what I'm saying is because I had that in me that okay, you know, I had to come out. I had to go to go to Netherlands, and 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 I did everything in my capability to to get myself out to uh, Netherlands. And and so my stand is entrepreneurs are born. And I'll, I'll let the others speak, and I pass the mic to Rubenana. Yeah, uh, thanks, Stephen. So I'm I'm trying to struggle with this uh, where that bo on a bo with the bone versus you know you it made because I think people are born with different genes and all that. But I think the what you guys meant by bone is early stage of your life versus when you are mature and developed, whether you went through that process or not. You know, the early stage of the life uh, uh, formed you to. Became an entrepreneur, or uh, your college education, or your experience in the real world when you are being adolescent and going through that. I mean, that is the differentiation I would make because I think everybody, when they are born, I mean, they have enough capability to do, go either path, and they could choose how to do that. But once you go through that experience of it, so. I'm going to take, you know, uh, it was a very struggle for me because I have been writing this. I'm plugging my article about accidental entrepreneur. So that makes, you know, it could have been made or it could have been, you know, I was forming. So in one of the early part of my life, uh, which defined me. So I, I am going to be close to the, uh, you know, born with or early stage of your life you are defined. Because some of the activities at that point and how much situation you were put in, uh, you know, made you into entrepreneur. So for me, I have a brother who have done extremely well at Intel, and he was uh, number one in whole Sri Lanka for the A levels and all that. He chose the path of non-entrepreneurship, but he made a lot of money. But by going to Intel in 1988, uh, as you guys said about Andy Grove and all that, he was there. Uh, that time, and he, you know, he did extremely well financially, but he chose to do that. On the other hand of it, you know, I came here, and I didn't actually, I didn't think about I was going to be entrepreneur, just doing, you know, work and, uh, you know, work and make through corporate life. Few years into my thing, there's some itch started coming in, and then I saw some, you know, I had an opportunity to go to Broadcom early stage. I didn't go, so that made me why not me. Uh, and so it, I started, you know, start doing it. And I didn't, you know, when I started doing it in 1999, I didn't know I was doing entrepreneurship. What I was doing was I was building a company and I wanted to do, you know, make a lot of money. I mean, those are the things. And here nowadays we talk about entrepreneurship, the journey and all that, uh, that part of it. So to me, that time I was able to take the risk. I was able to believe in myself. All of those were built in uh, you know, close to where I when I was born, as uh, Thieben said, you know, we were let, you know, form teams, you know, sports uh, or temple, uh, you know, we you know, build community. We do those, raise money to 
you know, have a big festival. Those are the things which, you know, started building up our uh, core strength uh, to go through. I mean, you know, people ask me, like, we raised $75 million for first company. How, I mean, what was your confidence to go and talk to a VC and say, give me $75 million, I will give you, you know, you will get a good return. Those are not easy things, and you have to believe in yourself. And that is not, doesn't come through practice. You know, I've seen a lot of, you know, so to ding on the other side of it, where they come from, there are people who so go to MBA because they want to be entrepreneur. And those are the failures, most, most of them I see, because they have studied all the books and all the, you know, Steve Jobs did. You know, if you look at even Bill Gates, yes, I mean, he, he had it in his gut to do this. Uh, and, you know, the, when he had this IBM uh, project, he went to somebody in Monterey Peninsula in the area and who had the code, and, but he didn't know how to commercialize. And he went and got the code. He made it, changed it to the DOS and sold it. You know, that's how he built the Microsoft. So this is, to me, is come from the core and it is there and how you apply that one. And, you know, some, sometime it looks to be there, you know, formed later, but I think it comes from the core. Okay. That's great. So oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, I want you to continue. I didn't know you were finished. No, no I am done with my, I was going to pass it on. Uh, but any question, any comments? You're just on tracking that? the scores. You're on the born side, right? Yes. Okay, yes. good. It's on the born side. <laughs> yeah. Satish is winning right now. But well, there's like we'll four, 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 four to two. Uh, so I'm going pass to pass it on to, uh, it on to someone. Actually, yeah. Raj, we, we were just. Uh, Wondering if you could pass it on to some of the new folks. Oh yeah, actually, I will. I was thinking yeah. about it. I, I see. Um, there's a Mano. I I don't know you, <laughs> so can you introduce yourself a little bit? Mano, uh, you are, welcome. You are an angel investor. Yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> Hi everyone. Um, yeah, so I, I'm I'm an entrepreneur. Um, and the question around are entrepreneurs made or born? Um, I think, you know, from my view, um, I would say, you know, entrepreneurs are, I don't think they're born. Um, um, I think it's more, I think there's, you know, certainly um, um, entrepreneurs, you know, you have to have certain level of, um, you know, risk tolerance and and the ability to wanting to, you know, challenge yourself. And and I found myself like, I've, you know, when I was when I was little, it's not like I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I, I did have an influence in, in growing up where my dad had a business. And so, you know, you look up to him and you're, you're you know, that's the role model that you're looking up to. So you Im imagine yourself doing that as well. And, you know, kind of because you look up to your father. So um, if, he, if he wasn't an entrepreneur, you know, if he wasn't in business, then I don't know if I would have thought myself like wanting to go into business. So I, I think it's more, um, you know, I think as you're uh, growing in your life, I think the different influences you have, and especially in entrepreneurship, I think if you have others who are, you have surround yourself that have been through that journey and that are their examples, I think that helps you, um, you know, get that mindset that you want to follow that journey as well. Um, so I, I, you know, my view is that you're not born, but if you, if you're in the environment where you see others are doing it, um, and 
and you as a person wanting to take that challenge and and also put, put you know have that drive i think um you know that's how entrepreneurship i feel is you know uh, created that that spark is created that you know there's people who get that spark and they stick with it and they follow through and there are others who you know get that spark but you know they don't really follow through so they kind of fall off of that and then they follow the sort of the career journey and and then you know with also entrepreneurship it's um it's risk tolerance so it depends on when you start your entrepreneur journey because as you get older uh, that tolerance you know your your tolerance gets uh, smaller and smaller so so i think that's another factor is that when you're younger it's a lot easier for you to take risk and um and then so that's another factor that i would consider but um yeah so i'm on the more on the side of uh, entrepreneurs are made not born okay before he changes his mind let's uh that's three four <laughs> <laughs> i love that uh mano before you pass the mic on introduce yourself and then once you finish introducing yourself and pick somebody uh let's let's do a quick r room uh, reset mayur and let everybody else who's just joining us what's this awesome debate about <laughs> uh yeah so uh, you know mano klesingham uh, i'm uh, i'm based in toronto and uh I co-founded a company called Digifler. Uh, we were in the business of helping other large media companies build their own Netflix-like solution. Um, and uh, was fortunate enough to grow that company and exited that business in late 2016. Um, and now, you know, my the last two years have been kind of focusing on mentoring startups. Um, I work with the DMZ in Toronto. Um, uh, mentoring as an entrepreneur in residence um, and have invested in startups and uh, looking to figure out what to do next. Amazing. Amazing, man. Mena, now you get to nominate the next person. Uh, sure. I'll, I'll pick uh, Ravina. Hello, thank you, Mano, for um, picking me. Um, no, just listening to this conversation, it's quite interesting. And thank you for the moderators for facilitating this discussion. Um, I think that entrepreneurs are made. I think that they are nurtured and developed over time. Um, I know I, was, I always had kind of like a, di uh, a distinct relationship with entrepreneurship just because I just didn't relate to it as much. Um, I thought that I had always had to be involved in STEM to be an entrepreneur, um, but I was easily, um, you know, someone, I had a conversation, I think it was with Travis, where entrepreneurs, you, you are an entrepreneur in your everyday life. And um, I think that it takes, also it takes away, I think what um, Priyanth said, you said that you were talking about uh, Steve Jobs and um there was another person, Bill Gates, that you were talking about and how, you know, they made these things. But I also think that they failed. And I think that with, you know, situations and things like that, they were able to be great entrepreneurs and they had resources for them to become successful. And I think it's a way of thinking and it's easily, I feel like you can easily um, change your way of thinking and finding solutions and innovations of being entrepreneurs. So um, I don't think you are born to be an entrepreneur. I think if 
you wanted to and to find the resources and the opportunities, you can be a very successful entrepreneur. Thank you. My name is Ravina and I'm done speaking. Ravina, this is amazing. My realist reset. Okay, so if you guys are all wondering what the big debate is about, it's are entrepreneurs made or born? So for all the new folks in the room, that's our topic for today. We're trying to look for the experiences that have made you become an entrepreneur if you are one, or do you believe that that is a skill that you're born with? So Ravina, you can pass the mic on to someone else. Perfect. Um, I'm going to pass on girl pal here, Janu, um, and what she has to say. And for those of you keeping track, like me, we're at 4-4. Four, four. <laughs> hey, everyone. How's it going? My name is Janu. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm based out of Toronto. Um, I guess to introduce myself a bit, I was a freelancer right out of school, stepped into the corporate space um, in tech. I was at Virgin Mobile, and I led their content and comms. And... Um, I eventually landed myself in beauty, where I was one of three people leading CoverGirl Canada um, as a product and brand manager. And um, I was a digital and creative lead for the brand. Um, over the pandemic, I kind of got to the point where I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. Um, so I stepped away from corporate and started my own business as a consultant. And I'm happy to say that now I'm consulting for some high profile luxury beauty brands, um, you know, notably launched, um, JLo Beauty. I've worked with EOS, um, and also currently working with the mask bar internationally and just signed on to St. Joseph communications for the Canadians in the room as a freelance branded content editor. So I feel like I finally feel like an entrepreneur now. Um, I don't think I felt like one for a long time, but I came to terms with it today, actually. So this is a timely chat. Um, in terms of the question at hand, are entrepreneurs made or born? I actually think it's a fusion of both because you can be made and not act on it. And, and that's the thing. Anyone can have ideas. Anyone can have thoughts, but who's going to execute? And sometimes people are born with the innate ability to be creative, to be thought disruptors, to, to uh, build, to grow, but don't have the will to build that or maybe the interest, um, which I think we see with, at least in my generation, I see a lot of young folks with a lot of promise and potential that just don't want to pursue that path, which is totally okay. But, you know, some people don't really have that uh, growing up, they weren't really born with that, but were able to nurture it within themselves or have their environment nurture it with them, whether it be through negative or positive experiences. For me, it was negative, you know, being Tamil and growing up in a single parent household. Um, I was the eldest of three girls. I, it was, I think for me, both nature and nurture um, that pushed me to be the way that I am professionally. Um, so I guess long story short, I, I think it's really a bit of both. And I, I don't think um, it's black or white. I think there's a lot of gray space when it comes to being an entrepreneur and a business person. That's that's a great way to look at it, man. It's, uh, it, it, you know, one of the things I was reading as I was prepping for tonight, Gary Vee wrote, a, wrote an article about how, you know, entrepreneurship is in characteristics. And one of the things he said that, that I thought was interesting um, is a lot of the folks who are sort of born entrepreneurs uh 
they tend to have a chip on their shoulder. Something has irked them where they've decided to take on the risk and the world to do something better. It not, it's not necessarily about, you know, I, I came but nothing, so I'm going to do something. It's also the opposite, where I don't want what my parents are giving me. I'm going to go do my own thing. And there's a chip on your shoulder that, that you need to go. And I know I have that. In the businesses I've started, Travis has talked about, you know, the, his his love hate with math and the chip on his shoulder as he built his company uh, and and many of us here um, as you pass the mic do you and actually I, one thing to add to what Jana said I mean as you said you 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 were in single parent home for me my father passed away when I was twelve and the same thing uh, you know after that it's a lot of struggle you know uh, seven kids I was a seventh one and when you go through that uh, struggle. That's why I tell, you know, two things. One is going through that struggle uh, raised by a single mom. And the second thing was uh, going through the Sri Lankan war. Nothing, you know, really, you know, beats that uh, to in any any challenges you face when you are building a company and entrepreneurship. No, I agree, man. I agree. So uh, thank you so much for sharing that, Johnny. And I also f feel like since we've been on Clubhouse, and I, I'm, I'm speaking just from like the last three, four weeks, I think we need to do a better job of PRing the success of our community. I've been meeting so many amazing people that are having so much impact and we're deeply buried in the ecosystem. And, and, and every night I meet some amazing folks that are making some incredible moves. I feel like we need to better PR our successes. But that's just my two cents. But we, we have to set up our own PR firm. I'm telling you, man, like Janu's story is amazing. I'm like, how do we, you know, put ourselves on the map a little bit more as we contribute to the success of this country? But with that, I, I love that you brought that up because my mentor always tells me the best thing you can do is learn to talk about yourself. Yeah, 100 percent. And we, we want you to come back and keep sharing your stories. I mean, the path that you laid out, man, like, you know, whether it's entrepreneurship, made, born or whatever it is, I'm just genuinely inspired by like the Thank path so that we're taking and the obstacles we're, we're, we're jumping over. And so um, anyhow, that's my two minutes of like, uh, I love everything you said, but let's pass the mic on. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And I'm obviously um, honored that it's coming from you. So I, I really appreciate that. Um, I'm going to pass the mic over to Deshaun because um, I actually really, really value a lot of his insight in the other chats I've been in. So I'd love to hear what he has to say about this. But he, he looks like a 10-year-old kid in that picture. I don't know That's not he how he looks. <laughs> I think. Uh, he's I he's a born know. entrepreneur. That's it. <laughs> I, I don't even... Can you guys... Sorry, just I want to recap the question because I just got pulled, I just joined a few minutes late. I was kind of late, late coming to the room. What are we talking about? Are entrepreneurs made or entrepreneurs made? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I like the options, Travis. Yeah, I, I, I'll go with option A. No, I, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how to answer these types of like generic questions, but I'll give you my perspective on like how I feel about entrepreneurship. I think in today's um, light, light of entrepreneurship, in the light of like, you know, all the excessive VC funding and the startup bubbles and all of that, like, there's quite a bit of rush around entrepreneurship being uh, just starting your own company. But I think there's a lot of people who have the entrepreneurial spirit who are in, you know, regular corporate environment jobs that weren't that won't be highlighted as <clears throat> quote unquote entrepreneurs. Um, and I think that 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 characteristic of being willing to take being willing to take a risk 
um, can be can show up in different spaces as well uh, outside of like traditional what we see as entrepreneurship. So um, like for me, I think one of the for me, I felt like I've always been an entrepreneur, despite not having really started my own company until recently, um, wherein like I was willing to take risks to grow myself and grow my uh, my worth in in an organization, um, even though it was either financially detrimental or um, against the common wisdom, right? Like, for example, um, <clears throat> uh, there was a point when I joined Loblaw Digital to like become a product manager because I was really interested in product management. But the only way I could break into that industry was to take like a 40K pay cut. Um, and and so I was willing to do that and join as like a junior and run a, a program there for them. Um, <clears throat> despite like, you know, taking a risk of what it would mean to me financially. I didn't even know if my career path would let me regrow my skill sets there, et cetera. Um, so that, like, I think that spirit is, is in a lot of people. Uh, and I think that if you, um, I think like as a, as a general people, like I, you know, I think I, from all the Tamils I've talked to, like <clears throat> a ton of us have that entrepreneurial spirit. And I think it's because like, I think if you ask anyone who invests in startups, like the most successful startup owners are the ones who are backed up against the wall. And I think as an ethnicity, we, we were backed up against the wall. We had nowhere to go. So we had to end up becoming fighters, all of us, right? Um, so we get a lot of that, I think, showing up everywhere. Like just the other day, I shared an article in the group of, you know, not to highlight Loblaw twice, but there is this like University of Waterloo kid who was working at Zares and like reached out to a director of, um, <clears throat> of, analytic of analytics uh, in Loblaws and like proposed an optimization problem to him and ended up turning like what was a, you know, a, a year end project into an internship into like a return offer, um, which I think like is again, and uh, just like, you know, um, emblematic of like the entrepreneurial spirit that exists within us. Um, but I think that, yeah, I think that there, it, for the most part, like, I think there's a bit of entrepreneurship that exists in everyone. Uh, and then I think the things that happen around you cultivate whether or not you're comfortable taking those risks and whether or not, you know, the the reward that you see in those risks or the people you're around encourage those types of risks that you take um, for you to kind of pursue that that path. I like that, man. I like the way you said everybody's born with a little bit of entrepreneurship in them that, that flourishes them, which adds to the scoreboard, which is amazing, which is amazing. I, I thank you for bringing that up. I also like the fact that you brought up the entrepreneurial from a workforce perspective, because we tend to always you know, put entrepreneurs in a box of you need to go start your own business and take all the risk and et cetera. Yet as employers, which is many of us in this room, we look for people with a bit of entrepreneur spirit in them to work for us. So I, I love the fact that you connected the dots. Pass the mic to someone else, Dushan. Cool. Uh, let me pass it on to, has Menno already gone? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's try, Punage, have you gone already? Oh, not having no. yet. Thank you. Sure, we'll pass Menno. Hi, right. welcome Thank to the so stage. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. Um, I kind of like share the same point of view with Janu. I think um, both entrepreneur is made or born is a fusion of both. Because it all starts with the mindset or the question of, am I ready to take the risk to make the change in my economical status? Or am I ready to make changes in whichever business that I'm planning to make difference? We do know that entrepreneurship comes from the big question of what is the solution that I'm going to provide to a certain problem? Or is there a demand for the solutions that my business is going to offer to the market? 
um, eventually when one has, uh, has answers to these questions, right? So an entrepreneur is either, be, uh, either made or born at this point of time. Now, it, 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 uh, are you an entrepreneur? Tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do? Uh, I'm a marketing head in a uh, exhibition, trade exhibition company. I I used to be an entrepreneur, but I still believe that, uh, like what uh, Dushan said, the entrepreneurship spirit is still within me, in whichever uh, business or work that I do. Uh, when I was a university student, which was ten years back, I had my own uh, food shop in the university campus. I saw an opportunity that there wasn't uh, any Tamil food or Tamil food options in the university environment where I lived, which was in Malaysia. So then I saw an opportunity and I saw there was a demand. I, I was just like about 19 years old when I started that business. And I had a very good fortune throughout my college years. Yeah, so that's a little bit of my background. My parents are actually farmers. They, they have a banana plantation and they do sell it to the local market and all that. But at the moment, I'm still attached to a corporate world. But, but you sound like you are a born entrepreneur, but you discovered maybe late. That's, I'm going to take you to board. So. That's what I'm saying I, I, too, Ruben. I totally agree to Rajan and Nacho. That's what I'm, I'm saying, Ruben. Gosh, thank you. It, it's still, the thing is, like I mentioned, right, the, the question is, am I ready to make, uh, a, a, what do you call it, to provide a solution to a certain problem? So the thing is, I'm, I have like thousands of questions in my mind. I have thousands of uh, industry that I want to create, but I cannot be touching each and every one of it. And I'm still doing my analysis, uh, which is the right market that I can go in, jump in and provide my solution to the problem. Entrepreneurship not necessarily has to be like, you know, make money. I think the ultimate goal of entrepreneurship is like, what is the difference that, what is the difference that I can bring in as an individual to this entire world of humanity. So that's that's where the the battle comes in. I'm not sure, probably you can, some of you can advise me uh, what is the thing that I can take in order to find out my, what is my journey, which I'm still struggling to find. I, I mean, from my, my point of view, I understand that you want to make different and all that. Unfortunately, if you don't have money, you don't make much difference. So that's where I look at it. I have done a lot of, because I was successful early in my life with my first company. Since then, I have been able to do a lot of goodness uh, to back in Sri Lanka and various community things. So I say, and I understand people want to make from early stage, make a difference. Uh, when you have money, you, it becomes so easier. So that's why I say you have to try to make some money in a capitalistic world. And then you go. That, that's my personal opinion on that. Yeah. I do agree on that, Ruben. Thank you. But uh, my, my argument within myself is like, okay, when I have a perfect solution and I strongly believe in the solution that I'm going to bring to a certain problem, uh, that's going to create me a lot of opportunity that will eventually uh, lift my economical status or bring in more business to my my company. So the, the, the ultimate goal is, is my solution going to benefit the people? Is it going to bring me a lot of profit later on? Yeah, that's something that, that is the, word, the, the juggle that I'm having at the moment. Yeah, I, would, I would say, you know, just to, to throw in my hat here in the ring and uh, like, you know, if you, if, you, if you show me a personality that you think is like a necessary trait uh, that needs to be something that you're born with in terms of personality trait, 
um, for an entrepreneur, I'll show you an entrepreneur that doesn't have that trait, whether it's like an introvert versus an extrovert, an, an analytical person versus an overly emotional one, like a conqueror versus a caregiver, someone who's creative versus a data-driven person, a people person versus someone who focuses more on the tinkering of things, right? Although like, uh, you know, we, we come with such a range of personalities and we're all so different. Like my son is so different from me. Um, I think that the, the, like, if you look around us, like everything around us, it, the vast majority of these things are, are, are through, uh, you know, companies and people who've, you know, shaped products and, and, and if not the product that we're holding, some, there's so many other companies that sort of deliver that product through the value chain to get to that final product that you're holding. And so there's so, such a wide range of things. And I find that like, uh, like when it comes to, I bet if we all asked the question, is an entrepreneur uh, shaped early in their journey? I think we'd almost all land in the yeah, yeah category. Like there's a lot of past experiences beyond the point of just being born with a certain personality trait that shapes you. And I do think, you know, to Ruben's point, like the money element, like I do think that the journey of wanting to solve a problem, being really passionate, however we arrive to that journey, like along the way, you're, you're like, it's like a Rubik's cube. You're going through these series of experiences that's shaping you and making you develop certain skills, but also driving your, your motivation to, to become a certain way and, and pursue a certain set of things. And it's like, we may unlock our Rubik's cube of being an entrepreneur in different sequences or orders. Uh, like I might, uh, you know, like uh, Satish mentioned how he builds the marketing opportunity first before he builds the product. Uh, for Knowledgeic, we built the product, then the marketing. So it's like, but you both have, at the end of the day, you have to do both. At the end of the day, you can solve the problem and then the side effect could be money down the line. Or you can look at the, the market first, see the opportunity and then get, have to throw your hat in the ring. So, but ultimately, like, like as you go through a series of journeys, um, you unlock your Rubik's Cube and entrepreneurship generally shapes you to have all the key factors at some point in your life. Uh, to then realize, oh my gosh, I didn't know I was going to be an entrepreneur. I thought I was going to be a dancer or a painter or an inventor, but now here I, or a caregiver, now I'm actually being an entrepreneur. Um, and that's the only way I can get this thing I want to see in the world done. Well but, said. Sorry, man. can I yeah, jump in? Sorry, Sadish. Yeah, I just, I wanted to like follow up on that though, Travis. Like, this is my, I guess this is my like confusion with the term entrepreneur and like my questions about it is that like, we have this idea of entrepreneurship, which is like a post facto measurement of a successful entrepreneur. But like the dancer or the innovator you mentioned could be starting a dancing company and eventually be an entrepreneur. The painter could go off and teach painting on the side and they're also an entrepreneur. And like, you know, the person who's selling bananas on the side of, you know, the Kundi Road, like that person's also an entrepreneur. And the person who starts a franchise of Tim Hortons could also be an entrepreneur. Like, I guess that's my confusion is that like, we have this definition of entrepreneur that fits a mold of the post VC world funded startup tech startup guy, but there's entrepreneurs all around us in a lot of different spaces. And I don't know if we account for them in these, in these conversations. You may, I mean, yeah, I don't know if you just joined, but like in the beginning of the, uh, uh, the thing we talked about, well, I, I mean, I shared my perspective on that, which is pretty much what you just said, which is the idea that entrepreneurs are like birds and there's such a wide range of, things in the ecosystem that could make you uh, become sort of a self-reliant enterprise, uh, enterprising individual. Um, so the range is wide. And, and also 
you know, entrepreneurial. Uh, my my experience with that, um, there was this co-op article. I, I don't know if it's still on the net, but where um, at TTC, like, um, I, I led an initiative and they called it an entrepreneur, which is you could still, like, entrepreneur is just, yeah, maybe it's worth talking about what the definition is, but I, I do like to take a more broader one. And maybe that's why I, I feel like there's so much uh, range for someone to become one. Yeah, I, I think to add to that, I mean, I think, you know, one of the area which I seen this uh, going together, uh, even though I became an engineer, I never had a passion for engineering, but I had passion for building companies, just like you said about artists and, you know, they have their passion to do something. But then the, by building a, co a, a business or entrepreneurship around that, they became you know more confident and more doing that. So that's why, to me, you, you are right. All of these fields, even in you know the VC people look for technology, high tech, those areas. But I think where the successful people come with you know more than just having that you know, technical knowledge, but they wanting to do something you know beyond. A straight line of in that profession, you know. So. Amazing, yeah, I, man. I, uh, sorry to interrupt. I know there's a bunch of other people waiting to speak, so I want to continue to 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 sort of keep the room flowing. Uh, all great points, but there's a bunch of other folks. So, uh, Dushan, you want to pass the mic? Let's get more opinions on this amazing debate. Punagai, punagai. I think it was Punagai. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, Thank sorry. you so punagai. much. I truly appreciate the insights. Um, I'd like to pass the mic to Shivani. Yeah. Hey, everyone. So, um, welcome, Shimani. Thanks. Thanks. Um, so, for this question, I think um, if we like in the past, I think entrepreneurs were born. Currently, I think entrepreneurs are made. Yay. And let me explain myself. So, I live currently in the deep south in the US. And if we look at several of the businesses um, that have a long history, uh, it, it's one note, it's old white money. And I think historically, when we think of entrepreneurship, we had a huge barrier to build, which is capital. Um, but now, you know, there, a lot of those barriers are broken because um, those same people working for those businesses that were kind of through blood money or, or, or old money, um, thought to themselves, man, how can I monetize my, my, my services? How can I do this on my own? And thanks to like the web and social media and, you know, crowdsourcing, a lot of those barriers previously that were built around needing to have capital, needing to have money to start up are, are really gone. Like I look at myself, um, you know, I, I'm, I have a day job. I'm a, a global HR business partner for a large biopharmaceutical company. But on the side, I, I perform stand-up. And it's a, a huge passion of mine. Um, but I'm, I'm not trying to be famous. You're not going to see me uh, open up for the Grammys or anything like that anytime soon. But uh, thankfully, through COVID, um, we found a really great way to monetize comedy. So uh, every week we perform corporate shows. Um, it's a huge kind of uh, morale booster and people love it because, uh, you know, comedy can be kind of seen in, in corporate America as inappropriate. It can maybe cross a line, but what better person to be your comedian than an HR leader? So I, I think uh, I'm going to go with made as my 
uh, pull for this one. Shivani, I had so much hope that you're going to close off with the born. I was like, take, <laughs> take me there, Shivani. Take me home. And then, and then, and then you made that twist. You know, you did the classic the comedian switch. Special gifts coming in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Listen, uh, give us a little bit more about your show. Can we watch it? Uh, on a totally side note, which I'll ping you on, uh, my festival has evolved into multidisciplinary. Around, we were just talking the last weekend about doing some more other types of shows than just music. And so comedy's on the top of the list, but I have no yeah. experience in producing comedy shows. So I'm going to hit you up on IG, but tell us a little Definitely. more about where to follow you. And then of course, like if you have any shows coming up. Yeah. So uh, I'm still doing live shows um, here down South in Greenville. Um, I do virtual shows through Lauren Ansley comedy. Um, I also have performed on the TEDx stage. Um, one of my best uh, performances probably is called Memoirs of a Maho. Um, it's all about being a Sri Lankan Tamil daughter living in the South. So check it out, Woo! Memoirs of a Maho. That's awesome, man. Thank you for joining us. And please, anytime you see the little ding go off for us, come back and, and participate. And uh, we're going to do a quick room reset. And then Myra is going to pick the next speaker, and anybody else who wants to jump in on this debate, uh, we were tied until it's now uh, one up on the maid. So let's keep going. Yeah, this is great. And the race is really on. So we just have been keeping score and everything. So guys, are entrepreneurs made or born? That's the topic for today. And it's getting really heated. So I'm going to pick someone new this time. I'm going to pick Sharon. Hey, thanks. Uh, first time in a room. Uh, I, I don't think, is Ravi still here? No, nah, man, Ravi's out having some cake, so you got to uh, represent. Okay. Um, entrepreneurs made or born. Uh, to me, entrepreneur, the entrepreneurship, I, I truly believe it's a, it's, a, it's a mindset. And some people have it, some people don't. And to that extent, that I it does lean towards like saying that entrepreneurs are born, but you know, no buts, man. Thank so you that, for your contribution. You know, you, you, I'm no, just kidding. Do more things. Just kidding. Because you know, you, we are winning there. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Go, Sorry, yeah, no, I, I know uh, Ruben and uh, Satish, uh, you guys are hoping I would say born, but to be honest, I feel like everyone's life experiences, what they go through, the challenges they face, uh, those, those experiences, those things they fight through, the things they see, that those experience, experiences could really, really make someone to be an entrepreneur. And in that sense, I believe entrepreneurs can be made. That's amazing, man. And uh, I see you're a fellow DJ. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so uh, I've been DJing since I was 10 years old. I'm, I'm 20. I'm, I'm still... Uh, um, uh, it's, I've been DJing almost half my life, but, uh, something I'm, music itself is just a passion I've been, uh, I've always had, uh, just recently this summer, I've joined a, uh, a team called 3D Sound. We, we run a, a radio show too called After Hours 102.7. It's on East FM. Um, yeah, it's just, I, I produce too. That's more, that's more so of my passion, making music. Uh, producing, mixing, audio engineering, uh, and then and then DJing is just something I do on the side, you know, just a side hustle. Amazing, amazing, man. Uh, please do pick another person. And, you know, I, I want to just um, update the narrative a little bit because I don't want to get stuck in this 
entrepreneur mindset of us always being a startup. One of the ways that I tend to think about startups um, or mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, sorry, is this idea that like uh, you want to solve a problem. You know, if we distill it to a different sort of narrative, uh, are, can entrepreneurs be the folks that look at the world and look at problems that you want to go solve? And then are non-entrepreneurs people who support people who want to solve problems? And if we mm -hmm. sort of took that view, uh, there's a few of us where we just open our eyes in the morning and we look around the world we live in and we see chaos that needs to be fixed. I'm one of those guys, I get a thousand ideas a day, not because I sit and brainstorm, just as I'm experiencing life, I see things differently and I want to do something about it. So um, with that context, uh, is there a difference that we can, we can you know, notice in people? Uh, Satish, do you mind if I um, add something to you? 100%, man. Okay, so um, again, when I say entrepreneurs are born, I actually mean it. Why? Because it has actually been proven that there are genetic traits that exist for you to be a successful entrepreneur, right? Now, what are these traits, right? Um, while looking into it, some of them are like openness, agreeableness, fluid intelligence, creativity, seeing the future, right? And, and when you hear this, I'm pretty sure a lot of you that are listening to this might be like, no, that's not true. You can be made to be open. You can be made to be agreeable, right? Sure, you can, right? And this is where when you say entrepreneurs could be made, could be true, right? But, but in order for you to be a successful entrepreneur, you need to be very creative. You need to see the future. What's the Satish said, right? You need to see the chaos and you need to see, like you need to see the order in that chaos. And a lot of people, when they see chaos, they don't see order. Um, I will give you one example. When people thought Earth was the center of the solar system, everyone believed it. No one wanted to challenge it. One person challenged it, Copernicus. They called him insane. No one believed him, right? But today, look where we are. We call flat earthers people who are insane, right? And this is exactly where it is, right? You need to envision yourself. And I'm going to uh, bring in Star Wars here. Uh, the main reason being I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Um, Anakin became Darth Vader, right? Not because he was a skilled user of force, right? He was naturally imbued with a lot of midichlorians. And, and you know, I'm, I'm a Star Wars nerd. For a lot of people who don't know what midichlorians are, that's what gives you a lot of power to control the force. Okay, Priyant, this is Star Wars. It's fiction. Let's talk about real life, right? I'll take myself as an example, right? When I was growing up as a kid, I love taking things apart, right? When I see a radio that's not working, I go in there, I tear it apart, I take apart the motor, I try to see what it's made of, I, I try to play with the magnets. I even got shocked multiple times, right? Like I was so, I was such an like, like curious kid, I, I took apart batteries. I want to know how batteries work, right? And fast forward today, I'm in immigration. So people are like, oh, what took me into immigration, right? When I see immigration, I saw something a lot of people didn't see, right? Something I knew about global warming, right? Something I knew about what tech is becoming, right? And today I want to fuse tech with immigration, right? I want to change the world of immigration through tech, right? And if I start talking about my ideas, people will call me insane, 
right? People will say, oh my God, you are trying to like break this world. This shouldn't exist. Like what you're saying with, with, is not possible. And I'm okay with it, right? I'm okay with being insane because the people who are crazy enough to think they can't change the world are the ones who actually do, right? And case in point, you look at Steve Jobs, you look at Bill Gates, you look at Elon Musk, you look at Jeff Bezos, right? You look at everyone around you, right? These people were crazy enough to think they can change the world. Like even Einstein, right? His theory of rel relativity, people challenged it. And today when people are discovering black holes and they were like, yeah, Einstein is right, right? And this man didn't even see a black hole. Like they didn't have the technology <laughs> back in the days to see it. And, and this is what's crazy about being born as an entrepreneur. Now, if you didn't have the gene, of course, you're going to struggle, you're going to fail, and you're going to learn back to back to back. But to be a born entrepreneur, it, it, it's, it's something different. You are seeing what a lot of people don't see. You are seeing something, it, it's like a calling, right? You want, to go, you want to go far and far as possible. It's an insane journey you're willing to take as far as you want to go, right? And when you do, it's up to you to choose it. It's up to you to choose what kind of entrepreneur you want to be when you hear that calling, right? So I, I, I hope that, I made my boy point. <laughs> in, in, a, in a nerdy Star Wars kind of thing, you know, Loud wisdom, <laughs> you know, wisdom you preach, wisdom you preach, Priyant. Very good, very good. Uh, we're gonna keep the the vibe going. Um, let's let's bring on Ryan. He's been sitting there patiently and listening for a bit. Ryan, I want you to jump in and say what's up, man. Hey, thank you so much for the shout out, guys. And uh, okay, first of all, I must say, so I've been just driving this past half hour and uh, I was just listening to some music and then I, I saw the Clubhouse notification of the topic of the chat and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to listen to this, right? And I must say, shout out to the moderators for thinking of this conversation because I loved every single second of it and I'm just about to reach my house, so it's a perfect time to hop on. But um, a quick introduction about myself. My name is Ryan Noel. Uh, I'm a full-time realtor at Remax in the greater Toronto region, motivational speaker. And in, and in my free time, what I love doing is my passion is uh, solely revolved around music. And I love to make, uh, I love to make an, uh, sorry, I like to make music, drop singles, drop albums, and just do whatever I can within my free time. And um, I must say, everyone, like, everyone who spoke from the time when I was on this, like, had really, really, really good points. And I hate to be that guy that's going to say that, oh, it's like, it's it's like a bit of both. So I will pick one side. Um, and my belief is entrepreneurs are made. And I'll tell you why. So although I, although I do agree with a bit of the genetical aspect of you having to have some, like, certain traits that are i don't know encoded within your dna like i like i i should know about this because uh because my undergrads like within a neuroscience but i mean dna kind of encodes for what you become and and into what you evolve but the reason why i'm so more on the mate side is solely because um i forget who mentioned it but someone said it in this like in this in this room about how uh you like you are an entrepreneur of your own daily life and like my mom always says this but but the she same, always says that same. right and my mom always says this but she always says that that you're the ceo of your own life right and the reason why i'm saying that you're made as an entrepreneur is because i think that life plays out in a way of giving you certain signs and callings towards 
I don't know if like like I don't want to tap into the whole conversation of like you're destined for this or your fate's this, but I I do believe that you can like can that you're truly um like you're like you'll be really good at one thing that you pursue and if you take on that sign or like or like if you or if you take on that that uh that passion that you have specifically so my my uh entry into the entrepreneurship world kind of started like in a very hysterical way but um it was like a really quick background story like i'll make it really simple and quick i started learning piano at the age of four years old by the time i was 14 i had a small argument with my dad in the kitchen because he was cooking food and i was like i want to learn how to cook because i can do it and my dad's like no you can't do it and then i don't know how we ended up oh, oh yeah right my dad mentioned like he played that card of like oh like so like uh like i do this for you i do that and you're so ungrateful and then i was like oh yeah well um i'll go find a job and then i'll take care of myself i was i was i was really like stubborn and all and like um i was played that challenge of like my dad saying that oh no you won't find a job or you won't do anything right and i don't know what got into my mind but i just went and posted up an ad on kgg saying that hey because i basically finished like my whole teacher's license and all and and I posted a quick ad at the age of 14 years old saying that, hey, I could teach piano. And I picked up like four or five clients that made me like five grand a year. Mind you, I was 14 years old. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know I could do this. Yo, that's baller then, money at 14, man. Five grand. Yeah, right. That's baller yeah, money. Yeah, right. And like, and, and, and like the reason why I say that you're made as an entrepreneur and like I'm, I'm just so passionate about this. Like, I don't know if you guys can hear it through my voice, but like the reason why I, like I do believe that you're made is because we all start off in the same system that society puts us in, which is school right school is obviously that school is that i guess that substitute of the nine to five that you end up going to or like that full-time job that you get committed to from tapping in at like at the start of your day whether it's like a 9 a.m class or a 9 a.m work shift and then being able to finish certain different tasks or courses or whatever it is to then tap out at 5 p.m obviously school kind of uh evolves once you get into university and college and all and the re and my whole mentality of like you being made as an entrepreneur is the fact of you getting into that realization and maybe even uh facing life experiences or just having like entrepreneurs around you like my dad was an entrepreneur and i was always confused at the fact that why he was working 14 plus hours a day when my mom would work eight hours a day just while growing up and i was always amazed at the fact that he was doing something that um that my mom wasn't necessarily doing that required him to spend a lot more time and I think the part of the genetical aspect of it, and maybe even just like an evolution aspect of it is, um, is a matter of creating that mentality of being able to accept and deal with failures. Cause I feel like what, like as an entrepreneur, whether you're doing a startup service or whether you're doing like, you're offering a skill or service, AKA, like, like in, in my, like in my example right now, like I'm basically a sales guy, although I don't look at myself as a, as a salesperson, like I got to look at myself as uh, like, I would, like I, I would have to categorize myself within that category. And there's, there's months where like, I do no deals or nothing happens and all. And like, I feel like those are the challenges and those are the standpoints where it, like you as an individual kind of differentiate of whether you're an entrepreneur or not. And Hey, like I have, like, I have no problem whatsoever, like working within a corporate environment. Like I did do it for three plus years within a bank, but I hated it because I felt like I wasn't pursuing and I, and like, I wasn't doing something that not only made me happy, but I was kind of hindering my full potential of being able to provide the value that I'm providing right now in my full-time career compared to what I was doing at the bank, because the bank had its own corporate 
rule system and process in order to implement like only uh, ABC, like just a very hypothetical like rule standpoint when I thought that I could bring way more option and value towards the table. So long story short, I think entrepreneurs are made. However, there is a bit of that born factor, but I guess just add me onto the, add me onto the pole side of like the- Listen, man, uh, I'm sure Ruben will jump in too, but I, I like to politely yeah, yeah. disagree. <laughs> I like to politely disagree because there's a kid and and I know many of them and the dad in the same scenario says you're useless, you're not going to do anything and the kid goes back to the room and agrees with the dad. And then there's another kid like you that puts up a Kijiji ad or I went and started a side hustle to 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 go opposite my dad. So I feel like you know there's a there's a DNA thing in there and and when the right spark hits you in a year from now you're going to be like guys I'm going to change my vote. Sorry, I don't think I caught that. Hold on, hold on. Wait, so what, hold on. So what would change that that mentality then? No, my, my point was, you know, the example yeah, yeah. you gave of your dad and, yeah. and the moment with the with the signing of Fikijiji, right? Um, that right. for me is what I think of when we say born versus made because the same scenario with another child could end up being they agree with the dad, they go to the room, they don't do anything about it because there wasn't no chip on the shoulder, there was no need to react and it's cool. And then you did the opposite. You know, you said, screw it. I'm not going to listen to what you said. I'm going to go put it out on Kijiji. I don't know who's going to call me. I don't know if $5,000 is good or not. The amount doesn't even matter as much as the action that you're able to take at 14. And, and where does that come from at 14? You don't have any business background. You don't have a strategy. You haven't gone to school to figure out how to be a salesperson yet. There's something inside of you just just did something. And so I was sort of piggyback off of that story going. I think, you know, yes, you're you're in the middle, but if I have to vote on your behalf, I would have voted on the born part. <laughs> I agree you you're so? born, yeah. born, you're born. Yeah, you I so? see too. I don't know. Because, no, see, see, because I was debating about that because I knew I would eventually be called up, right? And then I was even wondering, like, am I bored of me? But the thing is, like, see, I always had this hypothetical scenario and, like, imagination of, like, okay, so you know how when you're born as a child, you don't know anything about this world until you're taught from your rights and wrongs. And like you, like, for for example, like our first ever guide, our God, like our guidance is like our parents, for example, right? Like as a baby, like you don't know if some, like you don't know a stove is hot unless if you touch it, right? Um, and what I was always, well, well, not always, but like what I was always attracted to, right? Was a matter of, just being able to stand on my own two feet and do something that others always said that I couldn't. So that's why like I, I was like, I was just, I was wondering myself because yeah, there's that genetical aspect of it, but at the same time too, like there are a lot of skills, for example, like skills, like being organized, being, uh, being punctual and being all that stuff. Like you're not born with that. Like you evolve with that and you, you, you become of it and like you, you cultivate that as you go through your experiences and lessons, right? And like that's why, like I was, I was thinking, like, can you really be born as an entrepreneur, or do you kind of evolve into it? You know? Yeah, no, it's it's amazing. Just to man. jump in, Ryan, um, what yeah. what's the taste that, right? He, I yeah. think, he nailed a point, right? So yeah, let's say let's say there's a parallel universe, right? Okay. So okay. The Ryan that went into the room, right? Yeah. Yeah. Could have listened to it and could have went another route. Right, but right. the DNA in Ryan told him, "No, I'm going to be flexible." Right? 
and you stood up and you changed it right mm-hmm. and this exact that that's a small thing right that is a very it's very such, it's like, so small it, yeah it's minuscule right yeah, it is yeah but it's minuscule enough to make a huge impact it's like a butterfly effect right it's so tiny it's so tiny but but that tiny effect in you is genetic right a lot of people a lot of people I, okay let's say most people at that point would have thought hey you know what probably i'm not cut out for this right but you stood up right you said hey you know what i'm going to change this right and you changed and everything else you said is true right you could be trained you could grow your skills right you could make yourself better but mm-hmm. you can only make yourself better if you're open to the fact that you can make yourself better right and that specific trait is something that we all need to be born with right to to give to give a perfect example in this entire room right in this entire room people are here right now as entrepreneurs to believe to believe ourselves as entrepreneurs right and there are a lot more people outside right who chose to hey you know what probably i don't want to talk about it right now again when i'm talking this it, it is part of a debate and an argument i am making a valid point right so i'm trying to prove a point too at the same time right so yes ryan you're right there are certain skills that can be trained as an entrepreneur right but at the same time there are specific instances where entrepreneurs need to be born they need to see through the chaos what satish mentioned right you need to see what you can create and ryan you're a perfect example you are telling us how what you saw right what a lot of people didn't have seen, you are able to see it and and you took that opportunity you trained yourself you skill like you sharpened you sharpened your knife right mm-hmm. and that's why i believe entrepreneurs are born well i must say uh like i guess i need to change my yes 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 i, I think i just really learned something new <laughs> like not only about like this whole concept but about myself i guess guys i guess i was just a born entrepreneur then yes <laughs> on that yes. note yes Ruben, on that the argument are you on <laughs> I am I was born and uh, that's why I was trying to be uh, you know because I, I think all of you guys are making great points in my opinion the sense is there is the born is I keep I brought up earlier it's not born at the early stage of your life versus your college how it defines you and all that most of you guys are you know all of you are going through experiences which define you whether you are personal family or mm-hmm. your gene or you talk about your school's edu- education and the in the structure they put in did that make it you know that that is where the argument is and i see that yeah that's true so, <laughs> rajesh been waiting for a long time yes i was going to go give to rajan now actually if you guys don't mind and uh, yeah let's go to rajan ryan thank you for sharing man you turned it up no worries guys appreciate you all Um hi all. I I've been um kind of dissecting this conversation from the beginning. Um I'm going to talk to uh maybe look at it from a data perspective, right? And back that up. Um I'm going to ask you guys all a question. There are about, you know, 18 people or so on the on the panel at the top. I want to ask you all a question and if you are one of those, just say I am. Okay? So that we can take a count. How many of you are the oldest kid in your family? Me. Yeah. I am the only kid. Okay. So um the the whole thing about entrepreneurship 
like I know a few people already called out is, um, it comes with the tolerance to taking risk. Uh, I know one of you guys said they are doing uh, neuroscience, right? Or did neuroscience. Uh, I did minor in psychology. Um, one of the things that um, they have done studies around is how your you know, amygdala and the prefrontal cortex functions together well, and that determines how you take risk better, okay? Now, where I'm going with that is, um, I, I don't agree with the part about genetics playing a role here, because you know whether you're the first kid or the second kid or the third kid, you're all born the same way with the blank sheet of brain, right? Blank sheet of paper on your, you know, and there, there's nothing there. As the baby sees the world, they form neural connections. Okay, and one of the things that I've noticed is the first kid in the family gets nurtured and protected well with the uh, parents, while the remaining one are relaxed around it. You know, that's when you would see the second kid or the third kid or the fourth kid being more rebellious in the family. Um, and then it's also data shows that those kids are more prone or they're they're more good at taking risks and and taking risks are closely correlated with decision making um there's a, a neuroscience uh a fella from penn state university named joseph joseph cable you guys should look him up um he, he talks about and researches around how risk taking and decision making goes hand in hand now um, now that you have like, you know, a bunch of kids from the same family, they all had similar environment. You know, they all had, you know, fresh brain and neural nets are forming and they're figuring out the world. Often what happens is the environment molds them. And then there's also the kids who are, you know, younger, not the oldest kid, but the remaining one tend to be uh, taking more risks. Part of the reason being it's the environment where parents, when they have their first kid, are more overprotective. That's the first time they're having a baby. But after they have that first baby, they're, they're like, oh, this is easy. And they'd be more lenient about the rest of the kids. Um, therefore, they can tend to go explore the world independently. They fall down, trip, and you know, become resilient. And they, they are, they're more uh, stronger in terms of taking risks. Okay? So... When we talk about entrepreneurship, uh, I'm not talking about entrepreneurships where a founder started a business and then went through funding. Um, I'm talking about somebody who has a lot of ideas. Every single person have a shit ton of ideas. Now, the difference between an entrepreneur versus having a lot of ideas is who is that person who can, you know, look at that one bird on the hand and two bird in the bush and who jumps on the bush and takes those two birds. Essentially meaning who's that person who take that risk to go pursue something is that person who becomes the entrepreneur. Now, where I'm going with that is entrepreneurs are not born. They're made based on the environment, the necessity and how their amygdala and prefrontal cortex are functioning together well to the point they're able to take risks. I'm done talking.
Man, that data thing really reset the approach to Rajan. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah, well said, Rajan. So, yeah, we're talking about our entrepreneurs made or born. And you know what? I've completely lost track of the score here. It's more focused on all the wisdom that I got from all your um, insights. There are still a lot of new people in the speaker section waiting to talk. So I'm just going to pick on someone to continue this discussion. Um, Abisha? Hi. Hello. It's Abilsha. <laughs> Sorry, Abilsha. Sorry about that. No problem. What's up, Abilsha? Hi. I don't think it's so clear cut that it's entrepreneurs made or born. I really think it is an interrelationship between the two. I think everyone is born with the capacity to be an entrepreneur. It's your life experiences and everything that um, just nurtures you is what decides whether you will decide to um, become one or not. And I'm saying this because I, I, I would say that I was born to be an entrepreneur only because my father was an entrepreneur. I was like, and his father before him, maybe it was a genetic trait that was carried forward, but I did nothing about it. I had no interest about it until recently. Um, when I had my own child and I was like, you know what, like I want to create a change. And that's where I think that my life experiences led me to the point that I made myself, uh, you know, an entrepreneur, quote unquote, to just create this change. So I, I think that everyone is born with it, like especially as an immigrant. I think there really was no choice but to be able to fend for yourself. So I think that in that case, like I think Shivani was saying, the generation before us, they were born into it. They had no other option. And I think as immigrants, we're also born into it. But we have that option where we can be like, OK, do I want to do something with this or no, a lot of people have passion, but when they realize, you know, like all the work involved, they just kind of shy away from it because they don't have the life experiences to push them forward. Other people do. So I, do, I really don't think it's so clear cut that you can be one or the other. I think it's I think it's a combination of both. Well said, well said. Um, and I think we're leaning towards the middle a little bit. Uh, those of you that are keeping score with me, uh, we're at 8-8, eight, eight, even down the middle. Uh, as of Abilisha. So let's see with a few more minutes how we're going to play out this game. <laughs> yep, so we have a couple of minutes left and I want to hear everyone's thoughts on this. So how about we hear from Rahul? Hello, guys. You guys can hear me. Um, I'm Rahul I'm from the USA and software engineer in Los Angeles. So I think entrepreneurs are um, made... The reason I say that, I think, is because it's the environment that you live in, like how you grew up, and also like your mentality, like how passionate you are, you know, about certain subjects and what you want to do in life and how organized you are and how you plan your and how like how you plan everything, um, your punctuality. So those skills, I, I feel like they have to be like, you know, trained, like, you know, you don't get those skills, you know, from birth. You might be born into an entrepreneurial family. Like, you know, through maybe like bloodline, like your father had a company or something, but that doesn't mean you're born, you know, with the entrepreneurial, like, you know, a type of personality. You could be doing something else. You could be not interested in it. And I feel like it's about like, you know, how passionate you are, because you see a lot of people who are probably born into entrepreneurial family, but they're not doing anything about it because they take it for granted. 
you know, that they have probably all this wealth and do other things. I feel like it's your circumstances, you know, that make you kind of who you are. And I relate that back to my, you know, family, like my tata, like he didn't have anything, you know, growing up in Tamil Nadu and stuff. But my dad somehow, like he had that drive that like he need, he wanted to get out of this situation of being, you know, poor in the village. And, you know, surprisingly, he went to like the best college in India and worked at MIT and stuff. So it's all about your mentality and like how you use that. You know, you could be lazy or you could like work hard and be passionate. And also, if you look back at the people who did develop, um, you know, great things, I feel like it was based on their, you know, passion for what they liked. So if you check, look at Mark Zuckerberg, you know, at a young age, he just he was just passionate about computers, about technology. And, you know, he's the one who'd like, you know, be playing with these things, you know, instead of like hanging out with his friends. And he worked towards his craft to play around with it, to actually like build Facebook, which is just something to do for Harvard College. So it was his passion and his drive and like, you know, his interest in a certain field that like drove him to become like, I guess, one of the biggest entrepreneurs and you can say the same for bill gates these other people they just had the passion for the technology or like what they wanted to work in at early on like at 14 you know they're playing with like linux machines and things like that so like there's just their passion that helped them and their mindset you know after that that helped them to get where they are and you can, and you can see like as like you know bill gates or mark zuckerberg even after they built their company they still have this mindset including warren buffett like, he, he still drives his old car. He still lives in the same house. You know, they still organize in a way, like, they only have, like, one specific outfit every day because they want to reduce the amount of thinking they do on, like, you know, extra things that are not going to benefit their life or, like, you know, benefit, like, you know, their wealth. So I feel like it's more in the mentality, uh, in the mindset, and, like, how passionate you are about, like, the specific line of business that you want to, uh, you know, pursue for your entrepreneurship whether it's real estate, you know, whether it's tech or something else, you have to have that, you have to have that drive, the passion, uh, organization, and all those other skills and communication skills together. So I feel like uh, your, your entrepreneurs are more, uh, you know, made because everyone is probably born with like the same, you know, uh, initial slate of DNA, except you can, maybe you can say people who like are maybe like, what do you call it? Like a more intelligent people. Uh, whatever the term is for them who graduate like college at a very early age, they might be different, but everyone else, you know, we have the same set of DNA. It's just, you know, our personality and, and how, the way we think and the, and the way we work that, that makes us like, you know, who we are and who we're going to be. Thank you guys. And I'm done speaking. Thank you, Rahul. That was amazing. What you said about, um, people being born into entrepreneurial families and kind of taking that for granted. Um, that was actually my reason of taking the stand that entrepreneurs were made. I feel like there might be that one thing that happens in your life that makes you kind of step into the entrepreneur shoes and kind of have to do that. Um, great discussion so far. Um, still a couple of people that we haven't heard from and I want to hear from. Um, let's give it to Justin. Hey everyone, thanks for letting me uh, speak. Um, I have to start out with, I don't know, right? I don't know if you're born with it. I don't know if you're made with it. But if I had to lean towards one direction, I would say it's it's experiential. I, I would agree with Raj on a lot of his points. You know, there's there's commonalities between all 
entrepreneurs, you know, like a desire, resiliency, perspective, focus, and will, and a clarity. And I'll think, I also think along those lines, there's a bit of um, timing and coincidence. Um, our experiences build us to a point where we gain some sort of clarity, right? And we kind of understand, okay, we, we, we understand the situation, and then we ask, well, why is this situation this way? So maybe there's a little philosopher in all of, in all of the entrepreneurs asking why. Right. And that becomes kind of the catalyst um, of an idea that they pursue right, as an entrepreneur. Right. Something something strong enough to drive a person to um, try to achieve some sort of goal because they've gained clarity on a situation that maybe other people don't have that perspective. Um, so that's that's one piece. And I say kind of coincidence um, and timing because I've seen people who who wouldn't have been considered entrepreneurs years later and something occurs in their life. That's a trigger for change or for them to pursue some sort of goal and they become very, very successful. And, and then, you know, after that point they're considered entrepreneurs. So it's kind of, I, I, I couldn't tell you if it's DNA or not, but it's, it's a, it's a very interesting question that you posed. Thank you. You know, uh, nobody talked about clarity today. I'm glad you brought it up which is such an important part of the process, I think. And, you know, uh, I, I run a little small coaching thing with first-time entrepreneurs and, and, and the process of just getting them to think about clarity with the same passion as they think about the problem-solution has always been an interesting challenge. But, I, you know, I, I concur with you. That's such an important part because a lot of the other things you mentioned, you know, coincidences and, and opportunities, sometimes align themselves once you get clarity on what you're trying to do. Yeah, Satish, you're 100% right. Um, we've, we've been having some great discussions today. Uh, before I pick the next person, if anyone um, listening wants to come and share their thoughts, um, feel, please feel free to do that. Um, this is a safe space. Um, if it's your first time in Clubhouse, uh, welcome. Please come and speak if you want to. We'd love to hear new thoughts and insights on our topics. Um, but now I'm gonna move on to Raj. All right, this is definitely an interesting topic. So uh, if you ask me, I would definitely lean on uh, entrepreneurs are born. Uh, even though I would say I would partially agree with what Rajan has said, you know, with respect to taking risk capability for uh, younger siblings compared to the elder ones, uh, that, that kind of makes sense from a data point of view, but let, let's ask a question to ourselves, right? I mean, how many of the entrepreneurs, so let me put it in another way. Uh, so while you have the entrepreneurs who are born, there are entrepreneurs who are made, they're made basically are based on the situation, or I would say they're situational entrepreneurs. So if you look at them particularly, they stick into that particular uh, role or particular business and they don't want to take on another risk with another new business or new venture you know and in reality entrepreneurs take on risks financial risks to do so just because they want to you know whether to save the world or to make money because they're greedy it doesn't matter they just want to take the risk and that, that they have that itch in general you know to go out and do something more even though they have it that's one of the reasons why you most likely see any of these uh, entrepreneurs are either serial entrepreneurs or some of these entrepreneurs who created wealth, they go on to take more risks by investing money as angels, you know, because that's the itch that they have. It's not you know, uh, basically because, you know, uh, 
they are younger in the family. It's just that it's in them, you know, they're born with that uh, risk-taking capability. That, that's my thinking, you know, so that's my opinion. I'm done talking. So I don't, I don't know, Raj, which column to add you to, man. I don't know. <laughs> okay, point five across the board. So, Satish, have you been take, keeping score? Just curious. We're at eight point five it. each, man. Raj oh, could have pushed it now. over, so Gary might have the deciding vote. Well, I'll try to have the the key point. Uh, looking at the faces around the room, I'd probably draw the conclusion I'm a little bit older than uh, some of you folks. I'm about sixty. I am. Uh, I probably started my first business probably in my latter teen years. I've I've had businesses. I've I've sold businesses. And it, is it uh, was I born an entrepreneur or was I uh, affected by by factors in my environment by my family? You know, and I'm not really sure. I probably tend to to lean towards the born. So you could put me in the born column. And when I say I'm born, being an entrepreneur is just home for me. I, I don't survive if I'm not creating something and I tire if, if I've gone too far in the, the creation. And I can look at my most recent work over the past, well, over the past 25 years, I'm the founder and, and CEO of a consulting firm, an energy consulting firm with offices throughout the United States. Now, during the time that I have worked, worked leading that company, I've probably spun off and started uh, maybe three to four other companies. I, I continually invest in other companies as an angel. That goes to some of Raj's point. I, I just feel like I've, I've, uh, I go stir crazy if I'm not cre creating something. And, and this past few months is a bit of a fresh time for me. I just sold this consulting company. Now I am still, I am in a very well compensated position in the new company that I just joined, but, but it's driving me crazy. Uh, I love the new job, but, it, but it's not home to me to be a, working for somebody else, not creating something. So in the course of three months that I've been, uh, been in this situation, I have now started my own winery. My, my, my wife thinks I'm crazy. I've, I've just ordered hundreds of grapevines. I've, I've got hundreds of acres of land. So that's at least I have some place to plant them. I've started another consulting company and this is all concurrent while I'm while I'm still working at this this executive level job, it's it just does. I just need the complexity in my life. My wife has asked me, so what are you going to do when you retire? Well, at that particular point, I'm going to have to start some philanthropic philanthropic organization. I just have to do that. I need to be the head of that, and and we could do great things. You could work with me on that. It it, it am I born in this way or am I? Uh, or was I created? It's it is so hard to tell, and you know it's got to be a mixture of these things. But but what I could say, uh, maybe I'll lean to born because it is just home to do this. Uh, uh, I can't do anything other than than that. And and I'm about sixty years old. I look at it. Well, I've got another thirty years of creating ahead of me. So uh, 
we'll do my best at that. I love that, man. Yeah. And, you know, I'm in my 40s and I want, you know, the same, if not like a little bit of the energy you have, man. It's dope. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Yeah, and, and adding to that, right, I mean, it, it's just natural. I mean, if you finish doing something, it, it, it's not enough. I mean, you want to go do something else. Even though the, there are people who actually started companies who basically, you know, they're entrepreneurs, you know, they made the wealth. They, it's not, they're not happy about it. They want to go do something else again, right? And then they might actually blow up all the money that they made. But it, it's just that, that drive, that motivation, you know, that actually draws them to do that, take that risk. That, that actually is the one, uh, is something that they're born with it. You know, you can't take that away from them. Yeah, I do want to add one other thing is, is you know, what people think about starting businesses and, and risk is a different word for, for somebody who's probably a serial entrepreneur. I, I really don't approach any venture as overly risky. I could look at if there's, if there's 100... Uh, individuals out there who are going to do a, a start some business that's similar to what I would do, then and you'd say, well, only five or ten percent are really going to make it. I said, uh, you know, I don't want to. I'm not arrogant, but I just have a an entrepreneurial confidence that, well, I'm clearly in one of like the top one or two, so of course I make it. So uh, it's just a very very different different mindset that again for me that's home that's amazing gary uh guys it's been a fantastic conversation tonight and uh i want myra to close us off with her final thoughts and and we'll be back on uh tomorrow i guess tomorrow saturday we'll be back on another topic and today was fantastic and thank you myra for bringing up the topic today which is amazing and all the feedback and and, I, and i'm happy to say the born side has got nine points and the mate side's got 8.5. But that means nothing because at the end of the day, everybody had some incredible thoughts and, and lessons today. So, Myra, over to you. Close us off for tonight and thank you for coming up with tonight. Thank you, Satish. So all you entrepreneurs, made entrepreneurs and born entrepreneurs, thank you for all that you do to this world and all the new ideas that you've brought forth. Um, this has been a great discussion. This is the Disruptors Den. If you like the things that you heard today and you want to hear more, make sure you click that follow button. Um, we do this every Monday to Saturday from 9 to 10 this time. So, yeah, it was, it's was it been a pleasure just listening to all of you guys today. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Nice. That's what I wanted to hear. Good one, Sadiq. I get that for you, Rajan. Make it. It's Thanks, a guys. That was great conversation. Much appreciated. Thank you, man. Good night, guys. See you tomorrow. Thank you, sir.